This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Oh, I ate my snack of the week and it's a hot tamale. Ooh, it sounded crunchy. It was crunch. Uh, hello. Hi. How you going? I'm good. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, dear. Not a good Our listeners time. will be so happy to hear you yawning on their yeah. Monday morning. Sorry. Um, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I can't remember anything that's happened. Honestly, I, so I've just spent two and a half hours spray painting a crate. And I think I've got like a mild uh, brain injury. <laughs> but it's fine. I'm fine. How's your week? <laughs> My week's been full of ups and downs. We have a bird right now. That's a that's you an up and a down. <laughs> I really want it gone. Oh, oh, I don't even know how much I could divulge on this podcast. But we have a bird and it's Adrian's childhood bird and it's not getting along well with us at the house. It scrams all day. I don't know if anyone here has a cockatiel. If you do, you know. And anyway, Lisa has found us a foster home because she's the queen of fostering. <laughs> not a foster home. I found you like Sorry, she a rescue home. The fucking creme de la creme of all the cockatiel homes. But Adrian just has to part, like, part with his childhood bird, you know? Yeah. Adrian said today that he um, rage yelled at the bird. <laughs> oh, no. That's not a good sign. <laughs> he said the bird was squeaking. Or like screaming, and so he went out there and yelled back at the bird, and I was like, "Oh no, that's got to be the end!" Like, sure. <laughs> anyway, he's asleep right now in an absolute bloody angel pie. I love him at night. <sighs> that's been my week, full of ups and downs, and they're all bird related. <laughs> <laughs> love the bird, hate the bird. Um, yeah. I went home with Miko, so that was great. Oh, was, yes, oh, the perfect home, and that she's made an Instagram so I can see her. And, oh, my God, they're just perfection. She's just going to be a little star. Can't wait. Um, I love that all your foster families make Instagram pages so we can forever stalk them. I know. Well, not all of them. Not enough. It should be, like, in a contract. But, <laughs> yeah, um, that was good. What else have I done? It's been it's been a pretty good week. I um, That's great. I lost a pearl out of one of my rings today, which was really sad. And I also sent a work email um, that wasn't meant to be sent to a recipient that wasn't meant to receive it so ups and downs again I'd say ups and downs (laughs) my majority bracelet also broke this week and I I know that like in I I don't I don't want to say Greek mythology but yeah 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 evil eye the the evil eye falls off when it needs to protect you maybe that's happened to us this week maybe we both needed protecting and that's why our beautiful jewelry broke which is absolutely devastating I mean, did I add that last week my Sarah and Sebastian soldered bracelet snapped as well? <gasps> did it? Yeah. So, like, someone just robbed me of my engagement ring and call it a day. <laughs> no one do that. I can't believe I even put that out in the world. But just, yeah, I'm having a shit time on the jewellery front. Oh, dear. And moving on from that. Moving on from that. Should we talk about beauty news? Please. Uh, that's the tea on that. So, did you hear that this week, finally, Makeup by Mario's makeup line has been announced and is ready to launch? I saw someone post a photo and they were like, oh, this looks gorgeous. And I was like, yeah, if you like palettes that only contain shimmery eyeshadows of which you can only pair like two of them together. Yes. I'm, 
I mean, I'm a bit of a bitchy hater most of the time, but I was just underwhelmed. Like, where the fuck are the creek shades? Like, give me, no, nah, I don't, no, no name. Uh, well, I have exciting news for you in that two of the palettes are those extra ridiculously fully shimmery palettes that have colours that make absolutely no sense. And the other, there are also two matte palettes that are fully matte and contain beautiful shades like olive greens and warm browns and like dirty pukey yellows and yeah I'm all about those matte palettes okay I'm sorry Mario I absolutely condone that (laughs) and I imagine that you intend for people to buy two that way very clever very clever I'll give you that yeah, he's he has launched this line, apparently has put literally all of his finances on the line for it, um, has said that he will be moving back in with his mother should it Aww, not work out. It will be exclusively launching through Sephora on the 1st of October. I presume it's not coming to Sephora Australia because we don't get anything. And the packaging is like very sleek, white, clean, crisp. A lot of people have likened it to Makeup Revolution in terms of the, the way that the palettes look. Um, there's like palettes, there's what looks to be like a creamy concealer, uh, correcting palette situation, Mm -hmm. liquid eyeliner. There is, uh, uh, highlighting palettes. To be honest, if it wasn't makeup by Mario, I probably wouldn't give it this much airtime. Okay. But I am excited that it's him. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Um, other than that, I have nothing else to add except that he said that it was meant to blend the, the products available for artists and the products available for consumers to create a line that is suitable for both, which I kind of feel like that's every high-end makeup brand these days. I agree. I don't feel like that's revolutionary. I agree, but mm. let him have it. Well, let him have it. It's Mario. Alicia <laughs> Keys, tell me more. So we all poo-pooed Alicia Keys, right? Yeah. We all poo-pooed her and we thought, you shouldn't be launching a beauty line, Alicia Keys, because you said that you don't wear makeup. Mm-hmm. Anyway, details have started to emerge. She's doing a Selena Gomez because it's not launching until 2021, but she's frigging drip feeding us like hamsters about what her beauty line is going to be or her product line. And its name is Soul Care, as in caring for your soul. Yeah. And when I first saw that I was like blah don't care but they've said that soul care will encompass body and air care products as well as like a yes you what you had you had correct and they've said that it's obviously also going to include skincare focus cruelty-free products that will and also potentially some beauty numbers in there as well but this is what hooked me Alicia Keys said in a press statement, we're so busy all the time that I don't think we create these small rituals for ourselves. Even five minutes it takes to wash my face when I'm able to create that space for myself. I feel more beautiful, more powerful, more possible. That's soul care. Apparently, she's kicking things off with her editorial website and she said the first ritual that her brand will be launching will consist of selected skincare products and the brand's signature sage and oat milk candle, which will be ready for the holiday season. So I really like the vibe of her launching rituals for like a treat yourself moment. It's like take what what a mask is to you when it's a self-care moment and turn that into 
a candle and some skincare to like, I don't know, be woo-woo. I'm about that. Hmm. How do you feel? Um, underwhelmed. <gasps> don't you dare. Self-care moment. Groundbreaking. Not move on. I stay Lord or is sending a product to space. What? <laughs> this was just the most ridiculous thing that I read this week. So when I read that Estee Lauder was sending a product to space, I was like, yeah, sick for innovation. Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what for, right? That's what I thought. And then I thought, why did, why do we need to check if it works on the moon if we're not there? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I thought too. And then I read the article and I was like, oh, it's, it's even worse than I could have ever imagined. So NASA said back in 2019 that they would be opening up their space station for businesses to allow brands to use it for marketing purposes. Mm. Fast forward to now, Estee Lauder have said that they will be sending their advanced night repair synchronized multi-recovery complex into space at the end of this month to, fo- to be photographed by- and filmed by the crew in the space station for Estee Lauder to use for promotional purposes. So they will be giving their product to the astronauts <laughs> on the space station to photograph for their social media. <laughs> Do you think that when NASA considered which astronauts would be going to the space station next that they thought we'd better get a good photographer up there? Oh, I thought you were going to say that they thought like, oh, we better send him. He's dehydrated. He's he's looking fucking old already. Combination, but might do well with advanced night repair. (laughs) Anyway, what an absolute frivolous joke. Imagine having that much money. Oh, my God. I know. Apparently, this is the second product that NASA is promoting from their their space station as well. And that's the other thing. Why does NASA need the money? Yeah. They must be have fallen on hard times. None of it makes any sense to me. Anyway, so then they've used it as like a, um, obviously, a a story about advanced night repair complex. Um, It's just... Oh, oh, apparently it's a brand new product. There you go. I didn't even read that far because it's the last line in the media release. It's going to launch on September 29 and it's going to arrive at the space station on October 3rd. So the astronauts will try it three days, four days after the public. <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, cool. That's the worst. Um, <laughs> I'm going to wrap this off with news that people actually care about, which is that the It Cosmetics brush that we all lust after but we can never get our freaking mitts on the love is the mm-hmm. brush has currently launched is about to launch i didn't actually get that exact detail i just saw that it was nearish launching and everyone should try and get it it looks so nice it's available now so we've probably already missed it let's be real yeah every year from ulta yeah ulta 30 bucks that's why we never get it because it's a bloody Ulta exclusive, which makes it impossible to get in Australia. But it's a lovely synthetic brush that is a good shape and it seems to be similar bristles to the Hourglass, those really high quality Taquan bristles. So well, Everyone loves it. But I did hear from, was it Raw Beauty Christie? Was it Kathleen Lights? I can't remember. That they think that they've changed the, I don't want to say formula of the brush. They've changed the brush in the past couple of years. Apparently, Yeah, apparently it's not as good as it used to be. Okay. 
It's always the way. It's like when Smashbox had all of the best brushes and then they went cruelty-free, which was a decision I respect, but now their brushes are <laughs> subpar. I didn't realise that. Those brushes were great. So great. Sometimes you just need like a pony hair scratchy-ass blending brush. I'm so sorry. That is exactly what I use on my eyes every day, mm-hmm. that pony hair scratchy-ass brush. Yeah, if it's not making your eyelids like a little bit tender, it's not moving the product around. <laughs> no, it is not. All right, yeah. I think that wraps our beauty news. Yes, it do. Uh, let's talk about our product trial. Let's. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> this week, we trialed the Mecca Athletica Skin Perfecting Body Wash. It's a supercharged AHA and PHA body cleanser from Mecca. What did you think of it? I enjoyed it. We covered briefly on our haul that we had tried it. Um, yes. I would say I haven't noticed it to be like hugely exfoliating, but also I don't really want like a body wash to resurface my entire body. It smells mm-hmm. delicious, but not too strong. It definitely doesn't strip my skin or make me feel dry. And I enjoy it. And Brenton has been using it and enjoying it too. And I think the packaging's just really chic and it's just a nice product to have in the shower that's not my QV body wash, which is like basically as as much as I love it, as ugly and bland and as basic as you can get. I agree. This and the QV body wash are almost polar opposites in the best possible way in that like if they were actually polar opposites, this would be very stripping and drying, which it's not. So it's like on the spectrum of good, we've got like, great in the fact that it's exfoliating and resurfacing and then we've got great in that it's hydrating our crusty bits so I love that yeah um my my comment about the application would be that the texture of the gel Mm -hmm. itself I found to be a smidge runnier than I expected Mm -hmm. and every time I squeeze the bottle I squeeze out too much because it just slips right out yeah, I agree. And I'm also so used to buying my body washes in like two litre vats with a gigantic yeah. pump that I'm like so cautious of how much I use. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's not an everyday body wash, so it doesn't really matter. It's like a once or twice a week body wash, I would say. And mm. I tried it with like an exfoliating mitt, but I imagine it will be my friend when I've just got little bits of scaly fake tan left and I just need to like gently scrub them off. I really, really like it. The packaging is just so nice. Like it's it's nice to look at, which is not important but also very important. And yeah. super important. I have used it pretty much every day since I got it because as I mentioned, I have been using my Dr. Dennis Gross face wash as a bit of a body wash because I've been having some issues with body pimples on my butt, on my boobs, on all the good bits. And this has helped, I would say, relatively significantly. I've not had a new breakout in either of those areas. And I'm also finding that the ones, especially in between my boobs, because I don't know if anybody else has like medium sized boobs, then they get pimples in between them. And it just feels like the boob situation doesn't make for a good healing situation. If yeah, you know what I mean? Like damp and warm in there. Yes. I can't and- because I've got those boobs that like sit under my armpits and they're really wide and like set apart. But I can imagine. I hate you for that because that's my one true goal in life is to look like I have very separated small 
boobs. Really? I think it's funny because when you tr- like smush them together, they end up getting like this weird fold in them. And I think that sometimes they look weird, but I guess you want what you don't have. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's completely, it's very quickly dried out the issue that I had going on in between my boobs and my pimples there have cleared up really quickly. So I would say it's definitely doing its job. I can't really speak for much else other than that. It definitely doesn't foam, which is great. That's what we want, but it does give you a nice rich lather. So if you wanted to use it for shaving your legs, it's not a rich lather that will clog up your razor, but it's rich enough that you get like a foam with very little rise, if that makes sense. A froth. Yeah, you get a froth. Yeah. And I, I like it. Good good product trial. I think it would be a nice item at Christmas to gift. Do you think that's a weird thing? Like the body wash and the body lotion? I don't know. I just think it's one of those things that's like a crowd pleaser and not something that people would buy themselves, but most people would use. Like it would be handy just to just to have or to like encourage people to try. Hells yeah. If, people, if Mecca brought out a holiday pack which I'm sure they will with the body wash with the body wash and the body lotion or the body wash lotion and the deodorant I think that it would be a great gift for anyone who loves to exercise Mm -hmm. or anyone who likes to fake tan Mm -hmm. or just you know I always complain that as adults we used to always get gifts like you know, body shop gift packs when we were younger at birthday parties and it was always like, I have so many body moisturizers, I don't know what to do with them. We don't get that anymore as adults and that's all I want in my life. Gift me bougie body products for Christmas, please. I feel you. Do you know what I would like? Like the a small of the face sunscreen or something, a big uh, body sunscreen and then the body wash because I was listening to Hannah E talk about the fact that in summer when we're wearing sunscreen all over our body we need to be more conscious about actually like washing our legs you know the bits that you don't always wash or true probably washing your back so it would be really a really good pair to go with a sunscreen that's a great idea that's all I have to say on it it's 36 dollars and it's cruelty free and obviously made in Australia I believe and if you miss the memo it's got AHAs and PHAs and it smells like a lamb roast meats (laughs) I don't know. It's got like rosemary and like a herbaceous fresh scent about it. It's delightful. And I'll quickly add as an aside, I also bought the body lotion and I'm enjoying that too. I would say the body lotion is less scented than the body wash and it does make you feel soft the next day, but it still feels hydrating. It's not like it's purely exfoliating. And comparing to Ameliorate, which Armadale Hair Live asked me to do, I would say maybe a tiny bit less soft feeling the next day because it's um, ameliorate is just like all lactic acid which gives you that super like hydrated slippy exfoliated feel but yeah. ameliorate stinks like cat piss mixed with chemicals and this- you said that about good jeans last week everything smells like cat piss to no you. no good jeans smells like a train underpass that's covered in human piss <laughs> ameliorate is like a disparin mixed with cat piss and you don't have to like suffer with that in bed and it like gets on your sheets. The the Mecca one smells lovely. So I endorse. Yeah, that's a big call because no one wants their bed sheets smelling like cat piss. Absolutely not. What? All right. Well, I think that's it for this one. Should we move on? When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit 
yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes. Dang. These products are so good. What is your beauty fave? Mine is the Anastasia Beverly Hills Brow Definer in the shade Torp. This little ditty is so quick and easy at creating beautiful brows and I love it and it's completely replaced my pomade for now. That's all I have to say on it. Mm, Would you say that you prefer this to the hourglass pencil? I know it's probably been a while since you used the hourglass pencil, but they're the similar shape. They're a similar shape, but they're very different in terms of texture. The Anastasia Beverly Hills one is definitely less chalky um and more visible when you draw it on i feel like with with the fairer shades in the hourglass arch brow that it's quite a chalky pencil that will snap whereas this feels a bit more buttery and the hourglass one has less pigment in my memory i always opted for a darker shade in that one because i felt like the lighter shade didn't do enough yeah, I feel you. And what I have noticed is that the hourglass arch brow, while I love it, it has mica in it, I believe, which means that it sort of reflects light. So sometimes in photos, you get like flashback eyebrows. Oh, really? Mm. So I often like it to map out the shape and then I go in and flick through brow hairs anyway for looks, but also for like photo purposes just to make sure that like they're there because I've noticed a lot of people have to go a shade darker in it than they normally would and I I think Mm. because of the way it reflects light. That's a really interesting observation and does not surprise me from Hourglass given that they're all about glow. Yeah no one wants a glowy eyebrow come on pull yourself together. Um, (laughs) What's yours? fave is oh Oh dear, that sounded like static, but I assume it was a spritzer. <laughs> it was, but I did it literally into the microphone. At the microphone, yeah. Um, it is. Can you smell it? All the way over there? Oh yeah, um, it's giving me sense of cat piss. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's a cat gla. Um, it's molecule O2, eccentric molecule, molecule O2. Oh, I love this fragrance so much. Everyone talks about molecule one. Don't get me wrong. Molecule one's a delight, but I cannot smell molecule on me. I know that it's a nice concept. I know that it does smell nice on other people, so I wear it. But molecule two has the ISO E super that molecule one has, but it also has notes of ambroxan, which is a synthetic version of ambergris, which we discussed last week because we thought that we liked that fragrance, but it turns out not when... It is done how Ellis Brooklyn did it. Anyway, (laughs) this is the kind of fragrance that you can wear on its own and have a very subtle fragrance or it layers beautifully with others. I really like how it smells with Glossier U. And it has like, it's so weird, but to me it smells like my GP and not my physical GP, Dr. George. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> weirdly, Brenton's BO smells like Dr. George. And I always say, oh, you smell like Dr. George. You have the same BO as Dr. George. But this smells like the GP room in that it's got a very mild, like, alcoholy smell, right? Because fragrances do. It smells a bit like the alcohol swab. And then it has this very mild, like, musty, woody smell that smells exactly like tongue depressors. That's the strangest thing you've ever said. I feel like eccentric O2 smells kind of citrusy. Do you find that? No, I find it smells like Dr. George's office. I couldn't be more clear. <laughs> That's really interesting. Am I confusing it with Molecule O1? Maybe. I mean, sorry, eccentric O1. Does that smell citrusy? Maybe. I get no notes of citrus in it. It's just got this very mild, ambery, slightly musky smell. It's like almost slightly like a damp smell but in the nicest way possible it's just it's like a tiny bit warm but not like spicy warm it smells like good bo in the weirdest way possible that's what it smells like i love it great for mixing and great for wearing on its own i really love it and i've missed it and for some reason i've been whipping it out to try and make me feel like i'm you know leaving the house and fuck i love it so much I looked on Fragrantica to see if anybody else had said that it smells like Dr. George's office. And, and you three be people agree. <laughs> you'll be surprised to hear you've got two upvotes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, but the first comment says it has a slight citrusy, spicy smell. So I don't think I'm wrong there, but maybe we just, maybe we're just smelling different things. Yeah, well, also, you're able to identify more like, notes of fragrances I'm very like scent memory yeah so maybe slightly. oh here you go it says eccentric 01 is a low projection woody fragrance with that's cedar like with the citrus lemon fragrance so it must be 01 that I'm confusing but it does say that 02 is it has a very soft projection of ambroxan with amber musky and citrusy fragrance so there you go you weren't wrong about amber because that's woody that's the tongue depressors Musky yeah. is Dr. George himself and Citrus is <laughs> Citrus is probably the Dettols. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Love it. Shout out to Dr. George. Um, <laughs> Someone else said it smells like a Bloody Mary. Salt, celery and a tomato base combined with hidden, barely noticeable lemon juice. No, there you go. Fucked. And are they talking about eccentric O2 and not molecule O2? Because I... I think I despise eccentric O2. No, this is molecule O2. Because, yeah, I sprayed eccentric O2 the other day, I believe, and it gave me a headache and I hated it. I think it's got Oris in it and I think Oris gives me instant headache. Oh, my God. Oris is what was in Salt from Ellis Brooklyn. No, sweet, because I said said Orifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that that note, Oris, I think is my headache note. So interesting. Good to know. Look at us. Speaking of headaches, let's go into snack of the week. Oh, why? Because it segues. Just took it to my veins. So I'm going to go on a bit of a story time here. Um, I'm ready. I started a new pill two mo- uh, last month. So I'm yep. on Yasmin. And uh, the second I stopped taking it to have my period, I developed a headache and I had a headache for a whole day and then I went to sleep and the next day I still had a headache and it got to the point where it was so bad it was like really one of those ones where it like pounds through your head and I had to like lie in a dark room and really like take 700 aspirins and then I have I have a headache like all week it's only just gone away since I've started taking um the pill again so firstly to any Yaz or Yasmin users get like a a period headache 
the plus side, I didn't get any cramps and my period was 100,000 times lighter than it normally is. So I'm willing to take the headache, to be honest. But because Mm. of my headache, I've had more Coke this week than I have had in an entire year. (laughs) And that's your stack of the week, I suspect. Yes. Why does it cure headaches? I don't know, but I'm not really into Coke. But neither am I. But <laughs> if I've got a headache or I'm hungover, it is medicine. Yeah. Hangover is the only time the Coke is suitable. It's the only time I'll ever order a Coke that isn't a diet Coke. And my friend Charlotte, who's often hungover, stands by Coke as a hangover cure. So do I. A Coke and a potato cake. It really does something for me. I think it's because it's sugar and caffeine and it's cold and it's bubbly and you get that hit. I had a Coke at 10 a.m. the other day because that's how bad my headache was. I drove to Coles and I bought Disprin and a Coke. Oh, wow. Wow. That's so unlike you. It was actually really bad. I felt really unwell, but it's okay because I recovered. Uh, So Coke is a magical healer. And then my other favorite, which I stupidly bought up here and had sitting in the room for like half an hour and was like, Lisa, you can take a photo. You don't need this cheese to sit at room temperature. So I had a (sighs) And it is Simon's Organic Dairy Company, S-Y-M-O-N-S, Organic Mm -hmm. Parmesan. It's like a a niche parmesan that's made in Barwon Heads. It doesn't contain animal rennet for all of you vegetarians, which I look for in my parmesan. But sometimes it's hard to find a nice parmesan that doesn't contain that. And I would say it sort of tastes like if a hard, crumbly cheddar cheddar, (laughs) a parmesan it doesn't give you that um, mouthfeel Brenton keeps complaining every time that I make risotto or whatever that his like tongue gets sore because it has that real like parmesan tang on like the sides of your tongue yeah very much been enjoying this parmesan and I said do you know what this is the type of parmesan that I could actually eat off a cheese platter whereas I would never eat like a pecorino Mm. off a cheese platter and eat it on its own do you know what I mean yeah, I do. That's super interesting. Is it as crumbly as a regular parmesan or is it more like a cheddar in, in texture as well? No, it's really crumbly. I find mm. normal parmesan to be like hard, but you can grate it. Whereas when you press this one against the grater, a lot of little bits fall off it. You know what's funny about your snack of the week? What? Well, first of all, it goes perfectly with my snack of the week, but <laughs> also I almost did a cheese as my snack of the week except that my cheese was a vegan bocconcini and I thought everyone's gonna hate this and there's no point in me even touching on it so Mm. I didn't I didn't go there but are you done talking about your cheese I am please talk about your accompaniment which I imagine is some sort of cracker oh how did you know because you were crunching at the start of the day crunch crunch my snack of the week this week is Rosa's gourmet firecrackers in the flavor chili and sea salt. They are vegan, gluten, and dairy-free crackers. And I tell you what, they're a bloody delight. Nothing about these crackers screams gluten-free. Always a good thing. Always a good thing. Very thin texture. I find that some gluten-free crackers can be a little bit thick and cardboardy. Uh Not these at all. And the kick of chili really catches you off guard the first biscuits that you eat. It almost makes you inhale and then you almost choke on the chili inhalation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are also additive free. Sorry, I lied. There's a vegetable gum in there, but there's no preservatives or emulsifiers or added sugar. They're FODMAP friendly. They're nut free. They're 
pretty much everything that you could ask for in a biscuit. Yeah. Wow. What's the base? Is it like a rice flour situation or? So it's, yeah, rice flour, then maize starch. They do have a very slight corny flavor, but don't all gluten-free biscuits. And it's got tomato, potato starch, sea salt, chili, rice bran oil, vegetable gum. They are the ingredients. Are you eating them on their own or are you pairing them with your vegan bocconcini and other cheese accoutrements? I didn't eat them with the vegan bocconcini because a bocconcini has no flavor, so that would be weird. But I did eat them with, I bought a really cheeky, very lovely, expensive Yarra Valley truffle brie on Saturday because the weather was lovely. We decided to have a barbecue and a cheese platter and I have eaten very naughtily since. And this brie was almost my favorite, but I don't have it with me and I don't know what it was called. It had layers in it. So it had the rind and then it had the traditional soft brie. And then the very inner layer, it was almost like a layer cake, was firmer, similar to a Mercy Valley in texture, crumbly, but not didn't have a cheddar bite to it. And it had the truffle bits in it. It was so interesting. That's wild. I still maintain that those would go beautifully with a Daffinois too. Oh my goodness. These with a Daffinois would be phenomenal. Let's get a petite Daffinois next time we're together and try it. Uh, I can't wait to eat Daffinois with you again. (laughs) I know, that's a long time. (laughs) Oh, we have an I can't believe you didn't know that. And we have been putting this off for literally like six weeks. What is your I can't believe you didn't know that? I can't believe it. I can't believe you didn't know that the first time you burn your candle, you need to burn it the whole way so that all of the top of the candle is melted. I can't believe that you can't believe that I didn't know that. I know that you know that, but I know (laughs) that other people either A, don't know it, or B, know it, but don't pay attention to it and then fuck up their good candles. It's so true. When I bought my mum a bougie candle for her birthday, or maybe it was Mother's Day, I can't remember, she lit it and it was one of the large diptyque candles and they take quite a while to get through that first burn and she wanted to blow it out after like 20 minutes because she was like, you'll waste it. And I was like, do not be ridiculous. Step away from the candle. We cannot fuck this up. Yeah. Do you know what would waste it, Michelle? You burning it for 20 minutes and having a fucking lackluster, sloppy, tunneled candle. So true. So tell us about candle tunneling. What does that even mean? You know when the edges of your candle are like higher than the middle of your candle and it just keeps forming a tunnel and the edges never burn and then you've wasted all of the edge of your candle but you don't get how to burn those bits? I do. I always pick those bits off and throw them into the hot wax hoping that it will fix it. That's what I I do. So I would <laughs> some candles are more prone to tunneling than others. Like some are good burners, some aren't. I'm here to tell you that a mini diptyque candle, good burner. The normal size diptyque candles, uh, cheeky burners. Cheeky burners, sometimes a bit of a dirty burner. Malin and Getz candles, great burn wise, but very dirty. Dirty burner, dirty burn. <laughs> no one likes a dirty burner. No, there's a lot of things that can go wrong with your candles. So you've got tunneling, which we've addressed, largely fixed by a proper burn through that ensures you get an even burn the whole way down and it doesn't cause the, the edge bits to go up higher. That's sort of like when you think about the theory, pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Other things in terms of candle care that I would like to cover. Trim Please. your freaking wick. 
Yeah. This helps with dirty burners, but some can't be helped. Cough, mail and cough. I uh. like a wick trimmer, which seems excessive. However, here are my points of why a wick trimmer is good. They are made so that it cuts straight. So if you cut with scissors, you're coming from above and almost always your wick is going to be cut on a diagonal because you can't really get the full pair of scissors perfectly horizontal. Do you feel what I mean? But what's wrong What's wrong with it being cut on a diagonal? I always do that. <laughs> I just feel like then the wick's on the diagonal and it's going to like cause some sort of lopsided situation to happen. And it doesn't look yeah, right. Yeah, it could do. Mm-hmm. Secondly, when you're cutting your wick, Sometimes it is when the wax is like still hot if you're doing it, you know, if you're doing your candle care straight after. And then you know how bits crumble and then it crumbles into the wet wax and then you have bits in the candle and it's like devastating. With a wick trimmer, because you've got that little round circle, it kind of catches the bobbly bits of the wick and then you can just go and throw that out. It's a very calm, easy process. I highly recommend a wick trimmer. And then the other thing is snuffing your candle. So if you blow your candle out with vigorous gusto, you're going to A, potentially splatter wax places, which I have done. Two, you blow the dirty burn and it kind of goes on the glass. It's a bit of a situation. So if you're getting really luxe, snuff your candle with a candle snuffer. Yeah. And what I learned about snuffing, which is another I can't believe you didn't know that, I thought, so it's like a little cone and you put it over the burning flame. It's literally Jeff Probst at Tribal Council. Yes, but with Jeff Probst at Tribal Council, the snuffer makes contact with the torch. And in candle world, you don't want to put the snuffer in the hot wax. So you just (laughs) hold it, you really hold like a millimetre above that hot wax and it loses oxygen. I always get it in the wax, I won't lie. Always dip it in there. Uh, but, yes, you've got to smother the candle without fucking up the candle. Yeah, it's a, difficult, it's a delicate balance with those snuffers. It truly is. But the message here to take home is that if you're buying bougie candles, which you should because cheap candles are cheap and nasty, make sure that you're burning them with a tiny bit of care because you'll get more out of them. And it's like that to me is a self-care moment. I would rather burn a beautiful candle than put a mask on because it just seems like a faff and – I I feel quite passionately about candle care. My last note Mm. on candle care is that Centane underscore McLean, I forget what she used Mm. on Instagram, but Centane, I think that's how you say her name. Glosco. Glosco, wasn't she? That's right. If that's not how you say her name, I'm blindsided because it seems the only way. I don't know if she's got a highlights on it or whatever, but I feel like she has a real prowess on candle care. So if you want to see more about candles, follow her. Mm. Yes, do. Uh, we're finishing this podcast this week off on a, in a bit of a random way with our beauty, non-beauty faves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. I knew we had something left. We've gone a bit out of order. Yeah. Oh, well. So sue us. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's yours? Now you have three, so you can start. (laughs) You've written Paris bra moddy body. Okay. Thank you. Yes. The Paris documentary. Ah, oh, yes. I still haven't watched it. I mean, it's not great viewing. But... Paris Hilton, by the way, for anyone thinks that we're talking about the city in France. Oh, God, why would I watch that? It seems <laughs> cultured and boring. No, so it's on uh, YouTube. It's Look, it's pretty good. Like, I don't, I don't like a movie. We've discussed it. But I do like an 
autobiographical situation like that. Um, it's Hells similar, yeah. Yeah, similar to the Taylor Swift one. I mean, I personally loved Cooking with Paris and she only did one episode of that for the lasagna. I wish there was more, but I something about me really likes Paris Hilton and every time I see her, I just can't help but say she has aged wonderfully in that she looks exactly the same as when she was like 20. She's kept all of her like features in check like her lips aren't gigantic now she hasn't fixed her like slightly hooky nose she doesn't look overly done she just looks exactly the same that's an interesting observation I've not thought about whether or not Paris Hilton has aged but I feel like you're kind of right yeah I feel quite passionately about the way that she is aged and it is good oh I have a bra favorite but I'm wearing it so how am I going to tell you what the brand is you'll have to take it off take it off I'm wearing a bra it's called the t-shirt bra it's from stripe and stare and I bought it off revolve it was $38.50 it is so comfy it's not like the nicest looking bra but it's also not an ugly looking bra it's like a sort of bralette meets sports bra like it's sort of rounded at the front instead of being like a triangle I don't think it has any clips. It has adjustable straps and it's really soft, but it gives you enough support that you could like chase after a water bottle that was rolling into the gutter without feeling like you're falling off. <laughs> uh, not speaking from personal experience there. No, not, I don't know. That was the first thing that came to me. It's really cozy. It's like a bed bra. Like you could totally sleep in it, but you can also totally wear it throughout the day. And I literally, I cannot recommend it enough. I think I need to buy multiples because since I bought it, I haven't washed it. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble, but it's 53 Australian dollars, so it must be 38 US. Oh, whoops. Um, does it have cups in it? it like does, as in padding? No, no padding. But what it does have, I hate padding. I have always hated padding. Big boobs, small boobs, I hate padding. But mm. it's got quite a thick underband. No underwire, but a decently supportive band underneath it. Mm-hmm. like in a sports bra how you get that thicker bottom band which does help yeah. put your boobs up it's it's so comfy seriously i very much recommend if i didn't feel like i was going to have frips all day i would definitely buy it but it's too much of a risk that i'm not willing to take i do have frips all day i have chronic fripples yeah but you also have perfectly perky even tiny boobs that aren't offensive to look at and they're symmetric all unlike mine I <laughs> if I get perky nipples people will start tipping their heads slightly sideways when they look at me well with this fucking um when I went back on the pool the reason why I changed is because my boobs were sore every single day and also like one would grow and one would be small and then the next week the other one was big and the other one was small and it was like what the fuck is going on I didn't pay to get my boobs surgically perfect for this shit to happen so <laughs> I emphasize and my last note, which is also on the underwear note, is that I bought Modi Body briefs a while ago for when I was spotting with the Marina travesty. And I bought them thinking as well, they'll be a good backup because as I mentioned, I used to have really heavy periods and sometimes, you know, you just flood a super tampon without warning and it was a bit chaotic. However, mm-hmm. I never thought that I would wear them to like like you would wear a pad because I find pads revolting and I'm sorry I'm really getting into period talk here but I never thought that I would wear them like that anyway they're the best thing to wear to bed ever oh my god have I not been telling you that for years yes. question mark yes and I and I knew that they were I'm I feel like everyone is like 
ew, gross, would never wear muddy body or period underwear because they suck and no one likes who doesn't wear a pad. People are very either pro-pad or anti-pad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you are anti-pad, you on you like your first reflex is to say, no, I don't like them and I won't use them. I am anti-pad and I love Moddy Body because for nighttime, they're great. Yeah. And for, I mean, they're great for daytime. They're great for exercise. They're great for when it's that day where you don't know whether you're going to get your period or you're not, but like you don't want to use a tampon because like we all know what I'm talking about. They're just really good and you can't see any of the grossness. And I was convinced that you'd like feel wet and that it would be so weird. And I didn't get where it was going. And look, I don't want to know where it's going, but they work and they're a sustainable option. And it saved me 85,000 panty liners and thrilled, truly thrilled. They also now come in. I only, I bought mine when they only did like nude and black. And now they're standard, like, their high waist bikinis and their regular bikinis come in like at least six to eight shades. They've got thongs, they've got seamless, they've got everything. And this is not sponsored by Modi Body, but I'm oh God, I'm about I want it. it to be. Same. I want it to be. I also want to get back into the cup life, but I had a bit of trauma with the cup. Like I couldn't get the cup out. Now I'm like really scared to get back into the cup. So that'll be another venture. If you guys want to come on the cup venture, maybe in seven years when I get my next period. (laughs) I almost bought a cup this week because I was at the supermarket, the fancy supermarket, obviously. And I walked past something in like the deodorant toothpaste aisle. And I was like, ooh, pretty packaging, like a bowerbird. And it was a period cup. And I was like, oh, I don't need that. And then I was like, but do I? But do I want it because of the pretty packaging? And I didn't, but I'm close. (laughs) Wouldn't take much to convince me at this point. I'll spend my money on anything. It's isolation. My non-beauty fave this week is another documentary about ocean animals. This week, I watched the documentary My Octopus Teacher Mm. on Netflix. It's about a man, a South African man, who I would like to know how he's a billionaire because he swam in the ocean. He found a sea kelp forest that was near his house, I assume, was walking distance. Where did he live? Fucking Krabby Patty. He lives, he must live in South Africa. (laughs) In Krabby Patty. (laughs) You're a freak. Um, Did you know he found it? Yes, you're being SpongeBob. Good. I just didn't know if his laugh was too similar to my actual laugh and that it didn't land. <laughs> it landed. He, to cut this short, found, found a sea kelp forest yep. that was perfectly shielded from the current near his house. Mm-hmm. And he came across an octopus, a female octopus, who, as part of an experiment, he thought, what if I go back to the sea kelp forest every day for a year just to witness the ecosystem and how it changes over that period? And he documented it, obviously, and he found an octopus like a few days in and made it his mission to kind of like get to know, not personally, that octopus, but like observe it. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, if there could be a love story between a person and a sea life animal, then this would be it. And it was both beautiful and heart-wrenching and terrifying all at the one time. And I really loved it. And if you're into nature documentaries, this is probably one of my favourites. Wow. That sounds like the kind of thing that I would uh, go to the IMAX with my dad after I played hockey on a Saturday when I was a child. Ah, it would have been so beautiful in the IMAX theatre, yeah. That's living. That's marine biologist Lisa living. I'll have to watch it. 
You should. Are you actually, you're not poo-pooing it. No, I love animals. Oh, you'd really love this. Yeah. Bye. What a good way to wrap up the episode. No, don't say goodbye. <laughs> Everyone, we would really love, I don't know if you happen to notice, but the Apple Podcast app has been updated and it's beautiful and lovely. And you know what I would love? If you could give us a review, please. We haven't had any this month and it's terribly oh. sad. Oh my God, that's really sad. I feel like for a while they were getting one like every week and it was like the pride and joy of my life. Wow. This yes, we were. Bad. In August, we killed it. But in September, we've had one review and it's almost October now. So pick up your game, please, everybody. Five stars, lots of love. And we'll share it on our stories if you do it because we love you. And please follow us on Instagram if you're not at allbasescovered.pod. I'm relatively inconsistent with how often I post, but sometimes Lisa does a, a reel or an IGTV and it makes up for it. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.